Hey there, I'm Greg Davis, Group Product Marketing Manager at Intercom. You're listening to Intercom on Marketing. Chapter 10, Life After Launch, Learning and Iterating on Your Marketing. When you ask people what product marketing is, the first thing that comes to mind is usually product launches. It's a fundamental misunderstanding of the role of product marketing. Launches are the beginning of a process, not the end. Our product team has a saying, ship to learn. When you launch a new product, you really can't predict how people will use it. Only after launch do you learn what's working, what's not, and how you can iterate quickly from there. The saying is a useful reminder for product marketers that launching a product is not the end goal. Crafting the perfect message, pricing, and positioning is. Don't get me wrong, launches are a big deal. They shape your customers and prospects' first impression of your product or company. They take a tremendous effort to do well. But no matter how much research you do and how much sweat you put into the launch day and the messaging that goes along with it, there are things that you can do better or differently. That's fine, as long as you look at launch day as the first step in a process of getting it right. If you work in marketing, you know the drill. You've just launched your product, and now it's time to pat each other on the back and wipe your hands clean as you head home. The hard part's over. You launched. The reality is you aren't done. Your launch is only the start of the marketing journey, not the end goal. It's now time to begin a cycle of listening, learning, iterating, and shipping improvements. This is based on real customer feedback rather than your assumptions. My perspective on product launches comes from how we break down the role of marketing at Intercom. Our product marketing team has four core responsibilities that all contribute to different stages of the marketing and sales funnel. One is reach, getting our messaging in front of the right audience. Two is attract, getting that audience to visit our site and become leads. Three is convert, we persuade leads to sign up and become customers. And four is educate, we help customers get increasing value from our product and love it. Launches produce spikes in traffic that look great from a reach and attract perspective. But when you travel down the funnel, things tend to get less rosy. Product launches aren't highly targeted and the bulk of their traffic comes from people who don't end up buying. A launch might result in a record traffic day, but in our experience, this is short-lived and traffic returns to normal levels fairly quickly. Rather than focus on reach and attract stages exclusively, it's important to measure the success of your product marketing across every stage of the funnel. If an increase in traffic doesn't translate to an increase in conversions, then your launch hasn't been successful, and you need to understand why. A product launch gives you a vast data set from which to learn, iterate, test, and fix your messaging across the entire customer lifecycle, from an announcement email, to a landing page, to onboarding flow, and shopping cart. These small changes you make after launch quite often drive more product adoption than the launch itself. After the launch, product marketing's job is to identify confusion or issues that might prevent people from buying the product. The first step is listening to the unfiltered response. Before the launch, you have a set of assumptions about who you're selling to and why it matters to them. After launch, that picture becomes clearer. The launch turns on a fire hose of qualitative and quantitative feedback. As hard as it is, your job is to listen to it all without reacting. After all, you might find that the biggest issues aren't with the product itself, but with everything surrounding it. Some ways you can collect qualitative feedback after the launch include working with customer support to uncover the most common areas of product confusion, 
sitting in on sales calls to hear follow-up questions asked after a demo, and monitoring social media mentions. When it comes to collecting quantitative feedback, you could try running Google Analytics reports that illuminate where users came from and where they went next, collecting click-through and scroll data with Inspectlet, working with a product researcher to conduct user tests of the page, and using tools like Idiomatic to gather user feedback from conversations with your support team. It's up to you to collect as many opinions as possible from both inside and outside your company. At this stage of the process, any and all opinions are valid, so shoot for breadth. Then, it's time to sort those data points and prioritize follow-up action items. I like to start by grouping feedback into broad categories like pricing or messaging. Then get more specific as sub-themes emerge. Here are a few examples. Consistent customer support issues. This includes bugs, setup issues, and integration issues. Landing page engagement stats. This includes the number of people clicking your call to action, understanding what your product does, scrolling all the way to the end, and generally engaging with everything you work to put on your landing page. Pricing confusion. This might come through feedback that your pricing is too high, complicated, or unjustifiable. Others might ask for a free trial. Conversion issues. Are people signing up but not installing? Canceling after the free trial? All of this should be documented and grouped in a bucket. Customer churn. Document the characteristics of canceled accounts, and patterns will likely emerge. For instance, if everyone churning is a three-person startup and your product is meant for their enterprises, maybe you're targeting the wrong audience. As you may have noticed by now, much of what you learn post-launch is outside the traditional realm of product marketing. But product marketing shouldn't just be about creating a message that resonates. It's part of a system of how a product is received and used at every stage of the funnel. In the same way that design and engineering continue to iterate on their product after the launch, it's important for any marketing team to continuously improve their messaging. Iterating toward the right message prevents you from spending time and resources effectively relaunching your product. It's natural to focus on a launch date. A huge amount of work goes into coordinating efforts between your product, support, sales, and marketing teams to have everything in place for the big day. But as a marketer, it's a mistake to take your foot off the pedal when you get the product or feature into the hands of customers. The product marketing journey begins when you launch. Crafting the perfect message, pricing, user experience, and more continues with small, thoughtful steps throughout the life of the product. It's tempting to chase after the next shiny product launch but it's important to keep iterating on what's already out in the world. You never get it right the first time. You've been listening to Intercom on Marketing.